I'm Carrie. And I'm Stephanie. And this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hello, Stephanie. Hello, Carrie. We've been singing today, guys. It's um That was like Hello Dolly. You know, the musical. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I still got this cough that I can't get rid of. And guys, for the second year in a row, my mom has COVID. That is just so unfortunate. Test positive the first the Monday before Thanksgiving. I'm like, next year, mm. nobody goes anywhere for a week <laughs> before Thanksgiving. I'm tired of being sick. I know. It's just, uh, it's terrible timing, but that, I guess that's how it goes. Yeah, I guess it is. Anyway, we're doing a review episode today and we, this is re- Lifetime Reviews today because we picked, both picked Lifetime movies and I feel like mm. Lifetime had a pretty strong showing for their first weekend of movies. Um, yeah. So we're going to start with Christmas Plus One, uh, starring Emily Alatalo. <laughs> I didn't, I'm sure I did not pronounce that right. And Corey Sevier. Uh, when sisters Kara and Amy make a pact to find their soulmates by next Christmas, they're not expecting anything to come from it. However, which is not really true. However, one year later, <laughs> Amy's winter wedding is approaching and Kara finally finds her own perfect man, Chase, who agrees to attend as her plus one. But after immediately losing his number, all hope is lost. Will she find him in time to make her Christmas wish come true? Or does love have other plans for Kara when magazine writer Michael signs on to help her in her quest? So the reason I said this is not really true is like they half the movie was them talking about how their Christmas wishes come true all every time. Yeah. So <laughs> they're like, our wishes always come true. Of course, we have to keep the tradition. I wish my wishes always came true. I know. I was like, man, that's like a really good, you need to, you need, I guess they need to, maybe they were making wishes that were too predictable. <laughs> <laughs> so they were like already headed in that direction. Yeah. They low so of course it, it was going to happen. So they didn't mm-hmm. exceed expectations or something. But yeah, but wishing and, for your soulmate is not lowballing it. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that one is not. <laughs> um, so for setting, I gave this one a five. You know I love New York. But. Were they really in New York? I don't think so. But. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> it was supposed to be New York, okay? I did love, like, all the different places that they visited. And I really loved the outside Christmas market where the snow was falling on everything and everything's covered in snow. I just mm-hmm. thought that was so pretty. Yeah, I gave it a four because it definitely looked like real snow. Snow on the ground that they were walking through, snow falling on them. Like, it looked like it was genuinely winter time. So I was like, I got to mark it up for that. And the wedding at the end was very pretty. It was. So it it had a very good setting. Kind of made me want a Christmas wedding. (laughs) (laughs) They are, like, beautiful. But I don't like putting all these great, like, days huddled around one section. Like, I want to spread them out in the year. That's so true. I'd want to have the wedding, like, in the spring or summer. Or, well, not the summer. Just because, But, you know. You know what so, I mean. You know what's funny? I have a friend who's been engaged three times. And every engagement, she has been engaged on a special holiday. Well, I think... This sounds like the beginning of a movie, of a rom-com. 
It does. She doesn't doesn't marry any of the guys until the guy. Well, literally, this is a bride for Christmas. She got and proposed to in fantastical ways. Uh And it wasn't until, you know, the normal, no big screen or jumbotron proposal and everything that she went through with it. Well, she did get married once, was going to get married again, long story, and then did get married a third time. Well, second time. But it's it I was just like, I think I would li- I would like someone to pick because one was Valentine's Day. Ooh. One was her birthday. And one Ugh. was technically Christmas, even though it was that her dad has Christmas Eve birthday. So they always do a family party. So it was at Christmas Eve. Hmm. I mean, I could I could possibly get behind a Christmas proposal. That is romantic, I guess. It is, but but man. I kind of like the I'm like kind of like you. I kind of like the idea of something separate. Anyway, yeah. I will say I didn't know where to put this, so I kind of put it in set. Did you feel like it was weird that at the end when they were at the wedding, like dancing, there was no music at the wedding. It was all score over the top. Like that whole thing was score. Well, I, f- I mean, the score is still music, so I didn't notice anything about it. But it didn't feel like it was music that they were dancing to. Do you see what I'm saying? Like it, it to me, it felt like it was the score that was put in after the fact, and they were kind of dancing to nothing, and all the speaking was done to nothing. And you know what I'm saying? There was not any. I don't know. It felt weird to me. I guess it didn't bother me, like when they were slow dancing and the score was going and. And they kiss and this camera's going around them and the music swells. Like, I guess I didn't really notice a problem. Um, well, for me, it was weird. It didn't count it down for that. I just thought it was really weird. So, yeah. Mm. Style. What did you give it for style? Because I imagine I'm going to be higher than you, but we shall see. <laughs> well, I gave it a three. I'm definitely higher than you. <laughs> I maybe should give it more points for her dad's very luscious hair. That is very true. (laughs) He had like a wild lion's mane of hair. And it was so strange to me. (laughs) Uh, And then other than that, I don't know if this goes into style or stars, but she looks a lot like Anna Kendrick to me. And even her outfits with the beanie and coat. I was like, this girl looks like Anna Kendrick. She's kind of acting like Anna Kendrick. Yeah. I didn't I didn't make that correlation. I gave it a five. I'm not going to lie. I actually loved a lot of her outfits, <laughs> especially mm. when he comes to the door and she has now learned that he did not give her the phone number. Mm-hmm. And she's wearing like this sweater with this brown mini skirt with tights and knee high boots. I loved that outfit. There were several where she was wearing the mini skirt with the tights there. I loved the blue beanie. I there's, I just loved, I loved her dress at the end. Oh yeah, that one was pretty. I didn't love her sister's dress. <laughs> I thought her sister's dress was pretty. I mean, it was fine. I didn't think it, it was simple, which that is what some people want, you know? Yeah. See, the only thing that stood out to me with her outfits, or was one outfit, and it wasn't for a good reason, it was whenever she takes him home, and first of all, they leave the door open, whatever. And she's twirling around because she's over the top, but she's wearing this yellow sweater and she's got a belt 
that crops the sweater up around above her waist, but then you can still see her tank top or whatever undershirt she has on underneath. It was very odd. Like you're supposed to see the belt, but the way it was styled, like those crop things, you're not supposed to see the crop tuck, <laughs> like the band that you use. So I was like, what is this? And Interesting. I don't feel like I'm supposed to see this. <laughs> I must not have looked at this the screen at this point in time. I must have missed it because I had I had to watch most of this movie today while I was working. I mean, it wasn't a big deal, but that was the only thing I like really noticed. Like, okay, oh. let's see if we're on the same page with storyline. What did you give it? Mm. I gave it a four. Me too. We are on the same page. Woohoo! Yeah, it was cute. Like how she met her, the chase guy, and it was cute, her and Corey going through all this stuff, and it kind of annoyed me, the all, like, near misses, but I understand that what happens. The thing I actually didn't like was, I mean, I know we have to have conflict, but I didn't like how the guy that she thinks is going to be for her, Chase, leaves his phone number with her friend at the bar, or cafe, or whatever it is, and the friend doesn't immediately give her the number because he's like rooting for Corey's character, which I'm like, okay. But then for the friend to give the number to Corey's character, knowing how he feels like, I was like, why are we doing this? Like high school stuff? Like just give her the number and let her choose and let that be the conflict rather than I'm going to withhold this information. I don't know. And then his whole thing with publishing a book and listing these steps. I knew you were going to talk about this. <laughs> you know, because it bothers me when people hinge their entire careers and stuff on, I've got to get an agent. In. And I know, like, it's important to some people, and that's how they feel legitimized, you know, is getting a traditional publisher or whatever. But it just makes me feel like when they write these characters, that they don't know anything about writing a book. <laughs> Well, I do feel like, though, a lot of people don't know anything about writing a book. So I do think, I mean, granted, he's a writer, so he should know better. But most people who are watching this are not you and wouldn't know how, not necessarily easy it is, but how accessible it is to publish yourself. So Yeah, and how many people are making like seven figures doing it themselves. Because they don't have to cut the man as much money. Yeah. <laughs> Not that the man does much for you these days, based on what I've seen. But that's a whole other conversation. So anyway, that, that's why I gave it a four. Okay. You and I both noticed the Ulta product placement. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Right dead I, center on the screen. I was like, man, that thing is almost the size of their faces. <laughs> No missing this one. I wonder how much Ulta paid for that. I know. I wonder too. And I did like, I did write a quote. Um, I think sometimes your soulmate is the person you least expect. I feel like a lot of people could use to remember this. A lot of people have probably too high expectations. I feel like that's always the thing. It's who you least expect kind of thing. Yeah. I did really like the storyline though. I wanted to keep watching this movie. Um. <laughs> to find out what was going to like how it was going to all work out and mm -hmm. and to move into stars i 
I'm going to shock you probably, but I'm going to give the cast a five. I actually really liked. Oh my gosh. Everybody in this, I kind of really like Corey. I think he's make, he's, he's coming around on me. Like, I still don't think he's like the greatest looking guy, attractive wise. I mean, to me, <laughs> uh-huh. He's no Andrew Walker. Okay. <laughs> Or Tyler but he's Hines. growing on you. Like but he's growing on me. And I kind of like that he's not traditionally, like, really attractive. Like, when they were joking about the photography, the guy was taking the photos. And he's like, oh, I can't. T- I don't take any photos. And she's like, I don't believe that. And he's like, oh, well, I'll just take my photogenic face over here. You know, making. He actually did look really cute there. I felt like the hat. <laughs> I feel like help. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I was like, I kind of like that. And I do also feel like, I don't know that this happens for guys nearly as much, but women, I feel like, can really come around to guys' looks if they have yeah. other qualities that women really love. Like a good personality. So if you make me laugh, that makes you that makes you more attractive. And I'm sure that the guys do this too, but I don't know if it's as much as it happens with girls. I just feel like as I see him in more movies, I'm like, I think he might be coming more attractive to me because I do like the way he portrays the characters. And I also liked her sister. And you know, I like Chase. He was not funny in this movie, but he's adorable. And yes, I would love to, I need him to be a lead. He should be. Andrew, if you're listening, become a lead next year. (laughs) (laughs) Get that leading hero job. I also noticed that this girl is also in another movie that I started but have not yet. I barely started and I didn't get to go back to it because my family came into town. The Christmas Time Capsule, which was on Up TV with Franco Lopresti. So she's Mm. in that one again. So if anybody liked her in this one, she is in that movie. So you could go try to find it so you could see her in another movie. Hmm. Well, I gave it a three. I, figured I thought that was they were coming. fine. And Corey, I thought he was fine in this movie. He definitely plays this kind of character better than some other ones. She was a little over the top for me with all the twirling and happy smiling and I don't even know. <clears throat> but yeah, it was a three. Okay. What do you give it for Christmas? I gave it a four. That okay. real snow was really working for me. And I did a lot of stuff. I gave it a five because I really liked the things that they did. I felt like they were nice, different things. I mean, of course, there's usually like a snowman contest or there's a whatever. But you don't. What I liked about it is it was New York and it was these things that you wouldn't necessarily expect. People Mm -hmm. like there was not skating at Rockefeller Center. You know what I'm saying? Like there was ice skating, but it was somewhere else. You know, so I, I kind of appreciated that, that it wasn't like going to the classic New York Christmas places. Yeah, it was supposed to be like niche New York. Yeah. So did you give it a love or are you giving it a nonsense? No, I gave it a love. Okay, I liked good. it. I gave it a love too, obviously. Woohoo! Yeah. I feel like this is the first like lifetime Christmas movie we've liked in a while, but maybe that's also because it's the first one in literally a year. <laughs> that's true. That is true. Maybe that is it. Oh, man. All right. So then the next one we're talking about is Planes, Trains, and Christmas Trees from Lifetime. And this had Catherine Davis and Olivier Renault. I Googled how to pronounce his name, by the way. Oh, good. And I Googled how to pronounce severe. (laughs) 
Where have we seen him before? I know you mentioned it, but I couldn't remember. Oh, I can't remember the name. He was in another Christmas movie with Catherine. Oh, that's right. That's right. You thought it was that sixth. sixth yeah, but person, it wasn't. But it wasn't. It wasn't that. Okay. One. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so this one has an event planner and a sports agent trying to get home for Christmas or trying to get, well, yeah, home to New York by Christmas. And they get waylaid by a storm and have to stay in his small hometown with his, is it his uncle? For the longest time I thought it was his dad. It's his uncle. (laughs) Uncle Eli. So for setting, I'm giving this. I'm going to give it another four because, again, it looked like real snow at times. And I really liked this guest house that was like a converted barn. Mm-hmm. But the front door was on the long side rather than where it normally is, you know, on the like the end of a bar. Barn. Yeah. Anywho, I really liked it. So I gave it a four. Okay. I'm giving it a four. I did not write anything about that, but I did write cute town. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I liked how he was showing her the town and he was like, I don't know what my uncle wants me to show you. This is like any other Midwestern small town. <laughs> well, and I find it funny that he's do- giving her a tour after they've gone to every store in town. Yeah. To get- <laughs> Does she need a tour it. anymore? <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so then style... I am also going to give this a four because I really love her hair and I liked her outfits. I could maybe, I won't be mean and cross it down for this, but Olivier is a little too pretty for me. He needs more wrinkles or something because he looks too plastic and shiny and that could just be makeup, but I don't know. He needs something to roughen up this like Ken doll look he's got going on. I didn't really feel like he was too too shiny, but I did feel like he's definitely has like a very chiseled jawline, his nose, everything is very He's too smooth for his age. He's and not a seventeen year old. I don't super find him he's not Andrew Walker. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you know <laughs> this guy has Corey's kind of look though too. Dark hair and dark eyes. That is true. Like I see there's a pattern uh, emerging. <laughs> so I gave it a three and a half. I gave it a three and a half. Although we do like Tyler Hines and I do love Victor Webster and they are both dark. Yeah. Okay. All right. Those are so, outliers. <laughs> so um, I gave it a three and a half. I wrote marked to her marked up for her curls. But the rest, it was just fine for me. I was like, I didn't super love any of her. Like, I wanted to really like the blue pants, but then I did not Mm -hmm. like the pleats in the front at all. So, well, whatever. Storyline, though, I'm going to give it a three. What'd you give it? Okay. I gave it, this is my, (laughs) I'm making concessions in this one. I gave it a three and a half because I marked it up because it really did give me feels. Hmm. But I couldn't really mark it up because it was re- it was slow. It was slow, but it was also kind of, it didn't make sense. Because, you know, they were, so the planes were grounded for this blizzard. 
fine. We'll get the car and we'll drive to the train station. They get to the train station. They can't go anywhere because of the storm. And then he's like, we got to drive to outrun this storm. And then literally two minutes later, we can't drive anywhere. We need to shelter in place. But then he's like, well, actually, let's drive a couple of towns over. We'll be able to make that drive. Like, that well, didn't make then, any sense to me. Then when they get there, there is no blizzard. Everybody in the town is doing all kinds of things. Yes. And then, like, literally, he could have kept on driving. But they are, like, stuck there doing all the stuff, going to the stores, driving around. Despite, like, the storms downed everything. A tree fell on this guy's house. And I'm like, uh, this is clear blue skies. The roads are clear. Like, why are you stranded here? It made no sense, honestly, that they were stuck there at all. They should have wrote a different reason for them to have to be there. Yeah. So that was kind of like, Ugh. And then I don't think she needed to have a boyfriend. There's no need for that. Just like always getting his phone calls and text messages. Not necessary. And I don't think he needed to have a son either. Like, these people were barely in it. The son did not bother me at all. He didn't bother me as much as the boyfriend, but I just felt like we were throwing people in there that weren't necessary. So my issue with the boyfriend is the impact the boyfriend had on her personality. Mm. So, like, she doesn't want to talk to him. She's very quiet. She's very reserved. She's very, you know what I'm saying? Like... And I actually still don't know that I fully understand her thing, her personality. Why she was acting I like know that. it didn't make any sense. <laughs> That's why my favorite parts were whenever she was acting normal with Olivier. Mostly whenever they were making fun of his uncle for his crush on that lady. Yes, those parts were good, but I did really like the end of them getting back together and her deciding being dropped off at the train station, but then deciding not to get on the train. And stuff. So, I don't know. I really did like. Um, <clears throat> did you like this movie at all? <laughs> I kidding. I did like it. I didn't hate it, and I didn't think it was like the most boring thing I ever. Like, I was telling Carrie yesterday that I was started that what is it, Journey to Christmas or something? Yeah. And that thing is boring and terrible and. I just, I don't know if I can finish it. This movie is not that. <laughs> it's not that at all. <laughs> I would not call that boring or terrible. I don't think it was great, but well, that movie was not as bad for me as it was for you. It was bad. <laughs> um, so, like, I liked this movie in parts. It just, it just didn't make sense. <laughs> That's what's getting me. It didn't make sense. Even in, like, the fictional right. Christmas land. It didn't make sense. Do you have anything else for storyline? No. Stars. Okay. Um. Did you? Nope. Oh, okay, good. I didn't write hardly anything for this one. I feel like that's so. a testament to something. Stars, I'm going <laughs> to give it a four. Just because I feel like Catherine and Olivier actually play off each other fairly well. I think they were better in this movie together than the other one I saw. So I upped okay. it for their chemistry. I also gave it a four. I love her. Mm -hmm. And I liked him too. But I don't think I love him like I love her. No. 
And I just wish that she, the, her script had been a little different. Yeah. Like, I think she did well with what she was given. Mm-hmm. I agree. So. And then Christmas, I'm going to give it a three. Meh. I'm giving it a four. I liked, I think it's because of this idea of him not really going home for Christmas because his dad died and him being worried about being confronted with the feelings and then this being his first time being back for Christmas and then her not having a family really like she has her parents but her parents are never really around but she doesn't have extended family and not really having that I really felt like at the end it was kind of like oh now she has like a real kind of family Mm -hmm. and I just love that idea especially at Christmas time so yeah that was cute I think they should have focused on that more and that's where some of the muddling of her character was and why the boyfriend was a should have mm-hmm. been nixed. Well, yeah, I definitely think that it would have been better if they had had the her issues being around being a single person, like a single sibling, having no siblings, <laughs> a single sibling. That and her mom having the same job as her and like that oh, yeah. kind of conflict. Yeah. But whatever. And I did not like, this is going back to storyline. I didn't love that they introduced the girl that he was going to take on a date. I did appreciate that they put the kibosh on it really fast, though. That was really weird. Like, she just saw this random girl across the street wave with a friend at him, like all cutesy. And then she jumped to a conclusion like, oh, you know her? And then, of course, he was like, oh, yeah, I kind of do. But it really was random. Like, she could have just been a stranger on the street and was like, well, being nice. He's a professional (laughs) football player. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't know. It was strange. They could have gotten rid of that. Also, I really thought he was going to do good at getting people to get. Oh, Give donations. Like, why? Why did he need help with that when he's the, the, the hero of the town for being. The high school quarterback who went on to play professionally. That's so weird to me that people wouldn't be like, oh, we're so happy to see you back. Sure, I'll give you. Like, why does he have to explain who his uncle is? Doesn't everybody know who his uncle is? I know. I told you it didn't make sense. Even in fictional Christmas land. (laughs) Didn't make sense. And yet through it all, I'm giving it a middling love. (laughs) Me too. Because I don't feel right calling it a nonsense because I didn't, I don't have this immediate like with this movie. (laughs) So there's that. All right. Okay. Well, next up might be a bonus episode for me with the holiday hotline or it could be. Which I've heard was really cute. Oh, good. Or it could be a preview episode. Just depends on when I record. So, yeah, <laughs> if you enjoyed this, you can f- subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all those places. You can also leave us a rating. We love five stars and we can see them now on Spotify because before it was a whole thing. Anywho, yeah. you can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Or no, it's not the Love and it's at Love and Nonsense Podcast. Yep. Make that correction. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>